Hi, it's Kasha McDaniel, and I am a home stager decorator, and you're listening to the Creative Home Podcast, where I talk about staging and decorating and all things associated with your home. So take a listen. Good morning and welcome to another Creative Home Podcast. My name is Kasha McDaniel with Blue Diamond Staging and Design. And today we are gonna talk about how I painted a brick fireplace. I know, you're probably thinking, oh my God, what, you painted it? Yes, yes, I did. Um, And I'm gonna explain why in just a few minutes. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was kind of scary at first. You're kind of wondering, oh my God, we, so just so you know, the background of the story, we had, um, a colonial home. So it was in Virginia. Um, so it had lots of walls everywhere. It's not an open concept. It had lots of walls. And this particular room, um, was a really long room. And when they built it, um, late seventies, Um, it could have had a wall to separate the rooms into two separate rooms, like one smaller office and then a a den, if you will. Um, but it would, they didn't add the wall. They left it one big, huge room. And on one wall, there was 17 feet of red brick. Like, yes, 17 feet. That's a long wall. That's a whole wall of red brick that... Um, and it had nice wood flooring, but it was just so dark in there. Even though when we bought the house, they had painted the wood paneling kind of like a beige color to kind of brighten it up. But man, that red brick, oh my gosh, it was, it was dated. It looked old. It was, um, it was, it just looked kind of dingy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and when I brought lamps in there, Man, that red brick just soaked up that light. It absorbed it. I actually had seven lamps in there at one point, and it still wasn't bright enough. I'm like, this is ridiculous. What the heck? Um, So here's what we did. We ended up painting part of that brick fireplace. Now let me explain. So that 17 feet, we realized there was a a ledge, if you will, that kind of was like a... about six, no, about a foot tall off the ground um, that you could basically sit on if you wanted to around the fireplace, around, you know, where the fire pit it is, you know, the opening. Um, And then the rest of it was just wall. And so you can't hang anything on that brick wall unless you have like a cement drill bit, right, Um, to hang anything. I tried so many different things to kind of cover it up using tall bookcases, Um, I had a curio cabinet type of thing, but nothing could just get away from that red brick. So this is what we ended up doing. We actually covered up part of the brick. So like the six feet or so on the left, six feet on the right. So six to 18. Okay. So yeah, close to about six feet. We covered up with drywall on either side of the fireplace and then, um, painted the brick that was left over white. Yeah, so that way it wasn't 17 feet of brick anymore. It was only six feet of brick. Yeah, so much more manageable. And now I can actually hang things on the drywall. So let me explain what we did. So we ended up getting some furring strips, like those thin pieces of wood, and um, just basically glued it to the front of the brick that we wanted to cover up with drywall, right? Um, we ended up having to tear down the wood paneling that was there in that room because now we're going to have drywall and wood paneling, even though it would be the same paint, it just wouldn't look right. Um, 
and there was something else that we had to do in there that we had to rip down part of the wall anyway. Oh, lighting for out on the deck because there was a deck that was going out out to the um, off that living room, off that den den space, if you will. We called it the parlor because we we had a living room. Now we have another living space. We're like two living spaces. What do you do with this? So we made this kind of a den parlor where we had seating to sit in front of the fireplace. There was no TV in there. The TV was in the other living room, if you will, right? That's what you do with colonial houses. You come up with different names for all these different rooms, right? So we did that. So we replaced all drywall, ripped actually the ceiling down because there was no recessed lighting in there either. Um, so we basically not just painted the fireplace, we actually remodeled that whole room and we installed recessed lights in there. So that way we could fix that whole, you know, lighting issue and the brick thing. So let me tell you what we did with the brick. We did have to clean the fireplace surface. So you do need to get like a, a scrub brush, like a, one of those wire brushes and get, um, trisodium phosphate, also TSP, if you've heard of that. Um, and use that to clean the fireplace surface um, so that you can remove any dirt, dust, and then up put on this TSP stuff, okay? So you wanna wear gloves, cause it's kind of, I guess it's corrosive or something like that, but you don't, you don't want it on you and you definitely don't want it on the floor that's around it. So we definitely put you know, some drop cloth around it and did that, right? So then um, we did have, um, did we prime the brick? We probably should have. I think we did. Got some primer on there. Um, and then we actually found some paint that was, you know, more heat resistant. It wasn't just plain white, you know, wall paint. It had to be heat resistant because there is going to be some heat coming off. And that was actually a wood burning fireplace. It wasn't a gas one, if I remember correctly. I don't know. Regardless, it was still going to be heat. You know, it had to be heat resistant paint. So when we painted it, it was, there was no going back, you know? Some of you may want to do the schmear thing, the German schmear, where you kind of, you know, 50% water, or half and half water, half half paint, you know, paint, and you mix it together, and that way it's a lighter, kind of see-through it type of thing. We didn't want it, we just wanted it to be white. And there was no um, mantle on that brick fireplace either. So it was just like the sitting area around it, you could put pillows on it, but there was no mantle. So we ordered a mantle that was white, um, that actually was a surround, if you will, over the top. We had to measure it. We ordered it online because there was nothing nearby. So literally it came in a crate when it showed up and it actually was the wrong size. Like when we measured it, I'm like, oh God, this is, this is not going to work. It's too low. Um, and then, so we finally got the correct one, but we painted the brick and it didn't take us very long. My daughter helped me out and you do have to use a brush to get into that grout and everything. I want to say it took us, oh gosh, cause it was like, it was all the way up to the ceiling, the brick, um, and we had to paint the ledge that you know that you kind of sit around too because you can't leave that just red, right? Um, I would say a couple hours, like two, three hours, you know, maybe it was four total, a half a day. Um, but basically, it was enough to kind of go, okay, you just since you don't really care, I mean, you used a brush, you could roll, use a roller too, but we used a brush to kind of get into the nooks and crannies because our brick was, you know, porous, everything, obviously. Um, so that's what we did to renovate our parlor, as we called it, because that 17 feet of brick was just, oh gosh, it was just dark. Um, so we painted it white. It looks fabulous. We got a mantle put on there, so then I can put pictures up there. Um, we put pillows on the side so you can actually sit. 
on on the you know the the ledge around it and everything, um, and then the other. 12 feet of brick was covered with drywall, and then we just picked a new paint color to go in there to kind of help brighten it up. But yeah, it was, it wasn't that bad. I know some people are kind of, well, if you paint it, you can't go back. That's true. Once you paint brick, you can't go back. You, if you love red brick, that's for you. For me, it was not, because it was literally absorbing all the color. And the same thing happens if you paint any room a darker color. Be aware that any lighting that you have in there, if you want task lighting you're going to need a lamp to do that task lighting general lighting is just going to be it's going to be dim and dark in there and that's the ambiance that you want great but if it's not then i would not pick a dark color because it's going to literally absorb any sunlight that goes in there it's going to always feel dark in there uh, i'm a light kind of a person i like lots of light i like natural light lamps overhead lights that's just me okay so um, that's what we did for our um, parlor to paint that brick. It was it was great. It looks so much better. Oh my gosh! It, yeah, we were, and then we were more inclined to sit in that room and actually use it. You know, it was a reading area. It was you know time to you know kind of snuggle and you know sit by the fire and things like that. So so yeah. So if you need help with a living room layout, um, if you've done any remodeling or anything like that, I do have some diagrams that you can um, purchase to help you figure out and set up your living room because after we did that, now we knew how to focus on the fireplace and what kind of seating we needed. So that worked out really well. We actually did not buy new furniture. We had it, it was just moved around from one room to the other. Um, and that's one of the great things is if you have multiple pieces, like you have extra chairs or a couch or a love seat, you know, you can swap everything. Does not, not everything has to match, okay? It doesn't have to be perfectly matched like a couch and a love seat. Um, that's actually been a trend that's been spiraling down of people like, oh God, please no, just have the couch. We have a beige couch now with two brown chairs and they're not even the same brown. Like one's leather and one's just another brown micro suede. So, but it all goes together because beige and brown go together. It doesn't matter that they're you know different. They they help, and one person prefers one over the other. So, they, but they all still work together. So, if you need help, I'll put the link in my show notes for the living room layout options. Um, I have it for small rooms, for um, rectangular sized rooms. Believe me, there are sh those shapes too. Um, open concept for L-shaped rooms, all those types of different kinds of rooms, depending on what you have. Um, I will show you how you can set up your house based on the different types of furniture you have, whether you have a sectional or a couch or chairs or just a love seat and chairs, you know, those types of things. Or you have an apartment, you know, it, that changes too, right? So yeah, so I'm gonna leave you with one uh, German tidbit that we had a story yesterday. Friends of mine are um, moving back to the States next month and they had the moving truck over there to, um, pack up their stuff and everything before they leave because uh, it takes two months literally to cross the ocean to get back to the states it, it takes a while so by the time they get there hopefully all the furniture will be in one piece when they show up because you know moving day can just be very stressful um, so they had the moving truck there the moving company and the German neighbors that we have or that they have are very nosy there are lots of yeah, they, they just are. I don't know what it is. But then they're very picky. And these guys actually called the police on the moving truck because they were blocking the road. I'm like, it's a moving truck. You know they're going to be blocking the road. It's a narrow road anyway. What the heck do you want them to do? Sure enough, the, the police showed up on the first day and gave them a ticket. And on the second day, gave them another ticket 
because this time, instead of blocking the road, they were partially on the sidewalk. And they said, well, they gave him a ticket because the truck was partially on the sidewalk, would block pedestrian traffic like someone w walking with a baby stroller now can't walk on the sidewalk. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yes, I am so serious. They got a ticket from the police um, for that. So <laughs> just shake my head going, oh, my God, okay, this is just crazy that some people are just very nosy and just want their things their way and don't like things different. So, yeah, that's the things we have to live with while living in Germany. We have another year-ish left, um, a little over a year left until we have to do the whole thing of moving back to the States. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. At least we have our neighbors that aren't as nosy, thank goodness. But yeah, this is just one street over from us. Holy cow. So anyway, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. It is almost Mother's Day. If you haven't gotten your mother a card yet, please go do that. Or at least get ready to give her a phone call from wherever you're living if you don't live nearby her, okay? So it is almost Mother's Day. It is early this year. It's this weekend, this Sunday, the 8th. Is that the date? Let me look. Yeah, no, the 9th the ninth. Um, and yeah, so you have a couple of days to, to help fix that. Cause one year my husband actually forgot both mother's day and his mother's birthday one year in the same year. It was horrible. I'm like, Oh my God, we weren't married yet, but Oh my God. I was like, Oh, your mom is mad. <laughs> so don't do that. Okay. But anyway, I hope you guys have a fantastic day and we'll talk to you later.